This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hi folks, tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the Relive Lifestyles program. This is David Leeds. If you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and want a lifestyle you've been dreaming of, let Eileen and I share with you how Relive has changed the lives of many people. Tune in every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. and hear testimonies of people that have found Relive to be the answer. For more information, we are available at 1-888-871-8734. Portions of WCNO's broadcast day are underwritten by Palm Beach Ironworks, specializing in structural steel fabrication and installation. Palm Beach Ironworks also provides machine shop services, welding, press brake, shear and brake, and they work with steel, stainless steel, or aluminum. Located at 7768 Belvedere Road in West Palm Beach, Palm Beach Ironworks can be reached at 561-683-1816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Our power over the devil comes from Jesus. It comes from him. We have overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, but which how many of you know is the word of truth? It's the word of truth. Come on, somebody say that's the word of truth. And where do we find that word of truth? We find it in Jesus. Jesus is truth. How many of you know that's why witches and fortune tellers and people who practice the dark arts and dark magic, they can't put a curse on you? I think I scared half of you right there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Did you know that if you're under the blood of Jesus, I don't care how many witches, warlocks, palm readers, people of dark magic, dark art, they cannot put a curse on you. If you're under the power of sin and you're under the power of devil, then they can put a curse on you. But you're not under that kingdom anymore. You're under the kingdom of Jesus. So when somebody comes up to you and says, I curse you, and they're a witch, and they're trying to put something on you, you just laugh and shake it off and say, I'm covered under the blood of Jesus. (laughs) You ain't got no authority over me. (laughs) You can't do nothing to me. (laughs) I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm under the new kingdom. Your kingdom has no power. And they don't quite know what to do with that. And if you really want to bug them out, just start saying Jesus to them. And their eyes will start jumping around in their head. They don't know what to do with that. Go, I dare you to say Jesus to a witch. They'll start dropping F-bombs like crazy and swearing against God and cursing God. And you say, Jesus loves you. And they'll be like, <laughs> I've seen them freak out, man. Somebody say, the power of God is stronger than the power of the devil. It's the power that comes by the name of Jesus, amen? No power of the devil can work to destroy us if we're in Jesus. Jesus' kingdom is established over the devil. But how many of you understand this morning, that don't mean the devil ain't going to try to get you. That don't mean the devil ain't going to try to kill you. That don't mean the devil ain't going to try to take you out, amen? Because how many of you understand this morning, and if we're being honest, we still have to contend with something. We have to contend with our flesh, the nature of our flesh. And guess what? If you're anything like me, then you understand that you have weakness in the flesh. Mm. That's why this world that we live in is under the control of Satan right now. It's under his control. 
he still has the ability to tempt us. And he can tempt you, can't he? I don't care if you're on a diet. He can tempt you. If you're on a low-carb diet, then how many of you know them nasty old potatoes you looked at, turned your nose up to two weeks ago when you wasn't on the low-carb diet are looking really good right now? Why? Because your flesh is saying, I ain't had no carbs in two weeks. Hmm? And the devil's on your shoulder going, eat it. You look great overweight. Hmm? See, listen to me. The enemy knows that he doesn't have authority over you anymore, so his only alternative is to get you to believe something that's not true. It's to deceive you. It's to get you to believe a lie. And when, if he can get you to believe the lie, then he can get you to give in to temptation. And if he can get you to give in to temptation, then he can get you to sin. And if he can get you to sin, then he can get us to condemn ourselves. And once you condemn yourself, then he's really got you because then you're full of guilt and you're full of shame and condemnation. And then you're sitting over there going, nobody loves me. How could God love somebody like me? But I mean, that's really not a really good perspective to live your life from. It's dumb, isn't it? Isn't it dumb to pay a mortgage on a house that you've already paid off? You know, God, if God paid your house off and you're still paying your mortgage every month, there's not a lot of ways to describe that except for that's dumb. Mm, I'm helping somebody, I know. Hmm? Look at you never say, I'm glad to be in God's kingdom. My debt's been paid. Now, how many of you understand this morning that if you're at war with an enemy, then that enemy's objective is not only just to kill you, but it's also to take prisoners. Hmm? It's to hold you captive. And the enemy will always try to take prisoners. Isn't that right? You can look over the course of history, and every time two opposing sides go to war, one of the main objectives of the other side that had prisoners taken is to go in and set the captives free. They make a plan, they make a strategy, and they go in to set the captives free. How many know Jesus came to set the captive free? Huh? He came to set the possessed free. Matthew 4, 24 says this, Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed... I can't even say that, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. I mean, Jesus set the captives free. Acts 16, 18. And this she did for many days, but Paul greatly annoyed. How many know Paul got annoyed from time to time? Somebody come to me and they said, Pastor, you looked annoyed. I said, it's okay, I'm allowed. I can be annoyed at, at dumbness. Paul, who was greatly annoyed, he wasn't just a little bit annoyed. <laughs> Some people annoyed a mess out of me. <laughs> and Paul, who was greatly annoyed. Let me read that one more time. And Paul, who was greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. Why? Because the power of God sets the captive free. Amen. He came to break the curse of sickness and infirmity. Remember when Peter was going on down to the temple and he come across a man that was sitting on the side of the road begging for money? And Peter said to him, he said, man, I ain't got no money for you. But in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What did he do? Did he get up and walk? Come on, amen. amen. He got up and walked. 
Jesus came, he also came to satisfy the accusations against you. Somebody say, he came to satisfy the accusations against you. Do you know that there's an accuser of the brethren that's always accusing you? Before God and before your friends, there's someone always accusing you. You ain't going to do that. You're a liar. I can't believe you. You're controlling. You're a manipulator. I can't believe the way you act. Always accusing, 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 accusing. I know what you're doing. You're full of envy. You're full of strife. You're bitter. How can you do that? How can you stay married? How can you live that way? Uh-uh. I mean, Jesus came to satisfy that accusation against you. Colossians 2.13 says this, And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses. You forgive him before you mess up. I got three amens on that, and everybody in here ought to be shouting on that one. I said, you're forgiven before you mess up. Amen? You know what else he did? He came to give life. Jesus came to give life. John 10, 10 says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Abundant life. Full life. Overflowing life. Hmm? So that makes me have this question. And the question I have is, if the world has gone so far why would we want to establish his kingdom here? Why set the captive free? Why give abundant life? Why heal sickness? Why, what, what was God trying to say by the establishment of his kingdom here on earth? What is this crazy plan that God has for us? What's he trying to say? I mean, come on, spill it, God. We want to know. What you doing up there, man? Why is life the way it is? Hmm. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says this, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. Watch this. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Oh, that's what you're doing, God. You're taking care of my devil problem. According to this scripture, Jesus came in a manger to destroy the works of the devil. So we understand that God is everywhere all the time, don't we? And we can see the evidence of Jesus in the book of Genesis all the way from the beginning. But what we see taking place in Bethlehem was the manifestation of the Son of God. Jesus was manifested. God came in the flesh for one reason, to destroy the works of the devil. I mean, God didn't fail at that mission. I mean, sometimes we think he did because we struggle, don't we? But he didn't fail. He came, he kicked butt, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now. He came and destroyed the works of the devil. God was sending us a message. Somebody say, God was sending me a message. He was the light that was sent into the darkness, and he was sent to change everything, to change history, to change mankind, to change the human race, to change the times, to change everything, to do away with one kingdom, and establish a new kingdom. How many of you understand that when the word describes Jesus, a lot of times he's referred to as things in life that propagate life? 
All through the New Testament, they describe Jesus in all these cool ways. He's the wellspring of life. I like that one. The wellspring of life. He's the living water. That's another good one, isn't it? I mean, you can't live without water. Huh? That's what Jesus is. He's the living water. He's the bread of life. The bread from heaven. The good shepherd. Meaning that there are some bad shepherds. Huh? He's the light in the dark world that we live in. Hmm? You know, God has existed however long God has existed. And since none of us really know how long God has existed, we just say that he was. He was. He's been here and he was. But how many know he is and he always will be? He was, he is, and he always will be. And because of that, he just calls himself this. I am. I am. There ain't no other way to describe me. I am. I mean, didn't I just kind of sum up how awesome he is? What are you, God? I am. What you doing, God? I am. Where are you at, God? I am. Are you up in the universe or are you down here? I am. Are you in my head or in the world? I am. I said, or God, I am. Let that roll around your head for a little minute. Might, you might get a little headache. But he is. He was, he is, and he always will be. It's amazing to me, isn't it? It's pretty awesome when you think about it because he's the only one that can say that about himself. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 